0: What's up, planner lovers? It's your girl, Sharice, and I'm back for this week's episode of the Plan on Purpose podcast. This week, we have an amazing guest, and I'm so excited to share this story with you because the guest is me. That's right. I'm doing a solo podcast. One of my pop topics this week And it was inspired by a challenge that I am currently doing, which is 30 Days of Gratitude. With everything that's going on, I've had several conversations with so many people who have told me that they've been inspired by this challenge. And have said, how is it that you can look at every day and find something to be grateful for when there are all these things going on, when there's so much happening? I'm not going to say that it's easy, but it's not difficult when you can really take some time to sit back and think about what you have. So what we're going to do today is discuss a few ways that you can be thankful, even in your mess. Now, don't get me wrong. I've said this before. I'm definitely not pushing that positivity on you. I mean, if things are burning around you and you need to get the fire extinguisher and handle that before you inspect and say, let me be positive about this burn, do use sis? But I'm just letting you know some things that I've discovered within my life and how I'm taking a look at them through both lenses of reality and of positivity. So let's get into it. Now, let me be real about how this whole thing started. So I started this challenge because I really wanted to use a lot of the things that I currently have in my stash. I am somewhat of a craft hoarder, and I don't think I do it on purpose. (laughs) I think it's really just me trying to find my style. So like everyone else in the planner world, I got myself all the things when I first started and ended up with two shelves of Kiki K and Filofax planners, And I'm just like, man, I got to use these. On top of that, I got into the Hobonichi thing this year and bought all the things, got all the markers, got on the midliners, bought a whole bunch of stamps because, yes, I'm going to make cards. And then, no, I didn't. So (laughs) I started this challenge because I wanted a way to creatively journal the things that I'm thankful for. In the process a lot of stuff has been going on. We've discussed it here on this podcast. We've talked about Black Lives Matter. We've talked about um, all the different things going on in the planet community, but also in just real life. Things are happening. Personally, for me, I'm away from home. It's getting ready to be Thanksgiving here, and um, it's just difficult. It's difficult. On top of that, being a Black woman right now, I mean, I've been black all my life and it's definitely been a challenge in some areas, but right now I'm probably more proud of myself and have been in the last few years of just me being me and showing that and showing up and being myself and being confident in those things is a threat in some areas for some people. And that's challenging too. So how, how would I ever be able to look at my life every day and find something that I'm grateful for. I didn't know if I would be able to do it, but as of right now, when I'm recording this podcast and putting this podcast out, I have done it every single day. It's been eye-opening to me because it's given me the ability to look at a lot of the things that I have and what's around me and what I'm creating and what I have the ability to create. So I would say that's one of the things that has helped me. I have a lot more control over things than I think I do. And right now is one of those times when anxiety is so high about so many things that you feel like you can't control anything. So looking into my creativity, looking into like my stash, that's one of the things I've been able to do. Look at everything in my life, look at all these things and do this project, use my stash, use my creativity and use the things that I've I have in my possession to express that. I've been able to be thankful for my creativity, my stash, my markers and my pens, and some things that I have, and use those things to help me continue to express my gratitude. It, It sounds weird to even be like, I'm thankful for my crafts, but I am because in my place, in my house, I have a space and it's a safe space for me. When I sit down to journal, when I sit down to to express my gratitude or even just a plan, it's eye-opening for me. It's calming. It helps me to relieve a lot of my anxiety. And as I discussed before in another podcast about journaling, it really is helpful for my mental state. So I'm thankful that I have these things and that I'm able to even use them to do what I need to do. So in the midst of everything I don't have, right, in the midst of looking at all of the beautiful spreads and everybody getting ready for December Daily and all of the things that happen and all the new planners coming out that I don't have access to, because again, I've discussed this before too, but no Michaels, no Hobby Lobby. They don't like, even if they do ship here, it takes months for me to get stuff, and it could be a thing where, like, if you're sitting in that, you could really be upset. I have. I've had moments before where I've woken up and missed the launch of something that I really wanted. And it's the time difference. They're having to get up super early or stay up super late, which is not an option when you're at home with the toddler by yourself, unless you want to drink a full pot of coffee. So I have to... Really back in a lot of times and go, "Girl, first of all, they just planners plas." <laughs> Second of all, like you still have things. And even if all you had was some colored pencils and some construction paper, the creativity that has been in you forever is how you're going to make those things look the way they look. Not because you have the stickers, not because you have the planners, not because you have all the things that were created. It's hard because a lot of times it's it's easier to look at someone who has an entire craft room full of things and go, well, of course they can create all of this because they have all that stuff. Trust me, I guarantee you there are some people sitting right now who bought all the things who still are learning themselves and still are getting into their creativity, and it might not even look the way that they want it to look. So learning to be thankful for my creativity within this hobby that I have has helped me continue on with this challenge because it's been worth it. As we have discussed before, I am in Germany and it is my home away from home right now. I'm originally from Detroit, all my family's back there and it's very difficult right now to not be with them. Two-year-old, I'm here by myself a lot and it's hard to see the joy in that when you're knee-deep in diapers, and teaching ABCs, and you're doing it a lot of the time by yourself. I have Skyped or FaceTimed with family members. I've developed traditions that I have with my family, and those are some of the ways that obviously, you know, we can connect. But even in those times, it's difficult to feel connected, we have that time difference issue. So there'll be times when I wake up in the morning and I'm dealing with something and I just want to call my mom and I can't do that, you know, because she is obviously sleep because of the time difference. And so there are those moments where I really just want to talk to her and I can't. And it lends me to being able to look at what I do have. So one of the things that I've done within this particular part of my life is really stepped outside of my shell to get to know the people who are around me. Now, I know what you're probably saying. Look, we in the middle of COVID. Don't nobody got time to be walking up to neighbors. Like, we don't know who doing what. We don't know that. So maybe you haven't had an opportunity to build those relationships or you've had those relationships and they've kind of been severed because of COVID, right? Don't get me wrong. The same thing is happening here. I watch the news and I see some of the things that are covered about Germany in the States. And it's interesting watching it from that lens because I live here when I'm watching it, kind of what America's saying about what's going on here. And even though there are certain things happening within the country of Germany, because I am in a small part of this country that I really don't have a lot of control over, a lot of things that like I still can't do. We're not just out here doing all the things because the numbers are quote-unquote down. Definitely air quotes there. So we have restrictions as well. So again, it's difficult for me to see through some of these things because I'm not around family from home. And then I have to be careful about hanging out with people here. But I've actually made it a point to connect with them. I have a group of friends here that I kind of met when this all started. I met them at church. They're really cool. They have kids around the same age as my child. So we used to get together for play dates and things like that. We can't always do that, but we get together on Zoom and we the kids read stories together. We have hangouts and we talk and we do things. And we, we are still able to get together with at least one other person from another household so that opens us up just a little bit. So even then, we've had movie nights where just one other person may come over and hang out and things like that. So there are very small ways that I have been able to be thankful for this home away from home. But doing those things in those small ways has really helped me to appreciate the place that I'm in. Being at home with my family, My nuclear family has been a challenge, of course, because I have a toddler. And those of you who have a kid or kids, you know how difficult that little, the ages are from like zero to three. It's just so much going on. Um, So working out a schedule where I can spend time with my son and teach him things and watching him grow I think about my life before this and how I was so excited and ready to be the next name on the door and to be the head of this and over that for this company. And don't get me wrong, my ambition has gone nowhere. You're listening to this podcast because my ambition has gone nowhere. (laughs) But what I have learned is that I have placed that ambition on my own dreams and my own goals And one of those dreams and goals of mine is to be at home with my child, be able to be here during those formative years and help him to learn things. And that's what I'm doing. So even when it's difficult, and uh, for example, like this morning when I was doing a little planning and getting ready for my day, he came in, he wanted to hang out, he wanted to play with mom, boom, ink on the hands. I wanted to obviously be very upset about that, but... The following me around to every room as annoying as that can be. He just wants to be close to me. And there's going to be a point in his life where he's going to be like, "Mm -mm, Mom, don't come over here. I'm with my friends. And as cliche as that sounds, I'm not going to be excited about that. So these little moments where he's into my ink and grabbing my stickers, annoying as it may be, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my home away from home that I'm building with my own traditions and my own family. And I'm thankful for my friends and the people that have been placed in my life that will help me to achieve some of these goals and dreams and that have just been there. Be thankful for the people you have in your life. Even if the person that is closest to you, that is there for you, is a family pet. Just take a moment, a second to breathe in and out and just say thank you. Because it's huge. I don't know about you, but Being connected right now, even to my husband, is huge for me. So be thankful for those connections. Another way that I've been able to adjust and really understand how to be thankful is looking outside of planning and creating for my happiness in my space. So let me explain that a little bit. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast because you know that I love to plan and I love to create. But the reality is because of how I am trying to plan and how I'm trying to grow and really excited about being a better planner and being more creative and using my creativity to grow and just all the fun things that come along with it, it's also become kind of a job. I consider Plan on Purpose my brand, it's my baby, and it's my job. And so, like any other job, even when you love what you're doing, it doesn't necessarily mean that it can't be difficult. So I've taken moments to step outside of that hobby, because I have many, many, many hobbies, and pay attention to some of those things. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I have a book club. It's called When a Black Girl Reads, and I started it this year, because I had committed myself to reading and supporting more black and brown authors. I'm also an aspiring author myself, so reading more books helps you become a better writer. I just decided to dedicate myself to reading more books by authors of color. When I mentioned this to a couple of friends of mine, especially when everything with Black Lives Matter started and people were really trying to understand more, I've realized that within some of the circles that I'm in, both with people back home and people here in Germany, having a safe space for us to discuss the things that are important to us as black people, mostly black women, it's important. When you get on Facebook, and I personally went to a predominantly white middle school, high school, and college, so some of my friends are white. And you start to realize and see who's who. You kind of may have seen a little bit of it. You know, um, I also worked in predominantly white, uh, predominantly white companies and businesses. So some of those are my friends as well. And you just start seeing things. And you're just like, wait a minute. You know, Debbie from accounting is racist? Like, what? We went out for coffee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so many things that you're starting to see. And it becomes a very toxic place. It also... It's toxic when people who look like you are saying derogatory things or just putting things out there that aren't true or spreading things that are damaging to you, to them, to just this conversation about racism in general. So it's very difficult to be in that space. One of the things that I noticed is that when I just started having random conversations with my friends about everything that's going on, having that conversation and it being four black women on a Zoom call Talking about whatever, it was safe We could say what we wanted, we could feel how we felt And there was no way, you know, that anyone could challenge us besides us So I took all of that and said I'm going to start this book club I'm going to introduce some of my friends who maybe do read as much Or don't read as much as I do to some of these authors that I'm loving And we're going to see how this goes And now we're moving into our fourth book I had someone tell me that they had not read a book in two years and that being part of this book club was the reason why they picked the book back up. I had someone else who I met through another friend who told me that because of the way that she grew up and how she entered the country and she's a black woman, she was struggling with identity. And struggling with the ways that she identified with herself. And also because of her life, she doesn't have, the the way that she lives her life, she doesn't have a lot of people who are black that she can have comfortable conversations with. And her being part of the book club has been helping her to define more of her identity. Now, did I know that all of this was going to (laughs) happen? Absolutely not. (laughs) Am I thankful that it happened? Absolutely so amongst all this craziness, I've been able to put together a group of women, read these stories. And we've read everything um, from fiction with some drama into it that had a lot to do with race. We talked heavily about race. We read another book where it was mostly fantasy. So we really like nerded out because I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So we kind of nerded out on what happens with with magic and magical worlds. And it was just beautiful to see all of us sitting there having this conversation we were happy nobody was arguing like it's it's a great space and it's safe and I was able to create that amongst all of the chaos with something just as simple as let's read a book together find something that you do or something that you can do maybe you can have a virtual bible study with your friends maybe you can do your own book club maybe you can get some friends together and dance I have several hobbies outside of planning. Reading is one of them. Dancing is another. I've gotten together with a friend who is close here. And we danced and reminisced about all the old dance things we used to do. And it was a little slice of heaven. Not once were we talking about kids or shins or anything. We were just kicking it. Living within that space with nothing else going on. Because I stepped outside of my box. Used my other hobby. So... Find it. Find something you do outside of planning and creating. If planning has become a situation where you are trying to get the best spread and you're trying to get the likes on Instagram or you want to get the new you know, subscription box and it's sold out. And if you're starting to feel yourself get a little tapped out with your creativity, go to another creative avenue that you have. It's done wonders for me. As a podcaster, one of the things that I do is listen to other podcasts, and one of the podcasts I listen to is Ratchet and Respectable. Her name is Demetria Lucas, and she says it all the time, and I say it all the time, too. She is my friend in my head. I love her. She did an episode where she talked a lot about her burnout and how, how much everything has been going on has been affecting her. And working and doing all the things that she's doing. And she was very candid about that. And I personally connected with that episode a lot because I've been feeling that as well. I definitely have been feeling burnout between trying to do everything I'm doing for the podcast, growing that, growing other things with my brand, being a mom a lot of times, you know, with my husband's schedule, he's here, he's not here, he's up, he's sleep. <laughs> And just also trying to be a good friend, trying to sift through all of the personal issues that I have and still be able to show up for people. It's a lot. It's a lot. But one of the ways that I have counteracted that burnout, as crazy as it sounds, is to rest. I noticed that one of the things that I... Don't do well is rest. Even if I'm sitting watching a TV show, my husband is the one that pointed this out to me. I always have my AirPods in. And even if I'm not watching a video on YouTube, the phone is flipped over on the couch and I'm watching TV and simultaneously listening to a podcast or a YouTube video about how to have a better podcast. Or. watching somebody review a planner because I'm thinking about getting that or listening to a podcast about growth and creativity or designing. I literally cannot turn my brain off. And it's hard for me to rest. I'm getting restless not just because of my personal life, but I mean, it's been very difficult being here with everything that's going on at home. I want to be there. I want to help. I want to do what I can. And I have not been able to rest. I think we were all uh, a little shaken up and anxiety written about the election, myself included. I went to sleep the night of the election, understanding that I probably wasn't going to find anything out for a couple of days just because everything, the way that it was going. And of course, it took us a few days to find out, you know, what actually happened, but I'm sure just like many people who are listening to this podcast, like I was on pins and needles. Also, because I was staying up mad late trying to find out what was going on because of the time difference. And so I really wasn't getting any rest. I was up. I was on watching news. And then at one point, I literally just had to turn everything off because I knew that I did my part when I sent in my ballot. And I had to say, you know what? Whatever happens from this point on is going to happen whether you're watching this or not. (laughs) Turn it off. Go take a nap. (laughs) I had to learn that one of the best ways for me to see anything outside of what I was seeing is to get some rest. I know. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at it because I want To pay attention to the things that are happening I don't want to miss anything I'm also terrible at it because I mean just like I'm sure Many of you are planner people You're busy looking at what's happening next You're writing down what you got to do next month You're looking at the calendar trying to figure out What your next step is going to be It's going to be there And it'll be there Whether you're looking at it today Or tomorrow after you've had a good night's sleep One of the best ways that you're going to be able to see through all of the things that are going on is that you have to get some rest. And I don't just mean rest in your body. I mean rest in your mind, rest in your spirit. I've talked about this before. I'm a Christian woman. I pray. I read my Bible. I go to Bible study, all these things. But my spirit has been all over the place. Like, literally. It's not. I haven't had a chance to rest. So finding a way to help yourself, spending time in your words, spending time with your journal, spending time by yourself, rest. It's okay. Everything that's happening will be there tomorrow. If you voted, if you advocated for voting, if you talked to your friends, maybe you weren't at the, the protests, maybe you were Being safe, you were in your home But you had conversations with family members With friends about voting You posted on your social media You went and got your sticker Be proud of that Be proud of the fact that you were a part of history That you were a part of one of many To help see not just a woman But a black woman Become the vice president for the first time. In the history. Of the United States. Be thankful. Because I am. And. I don't know about you. But. I would have. Loved to have seen that. As a young woman. And the fact that I was a part of being able to put that image in front of. Other little girls that look like me. Is something that I'll never forget. So amongst all. All of these things that are happening, I take just a moment to to be real about what's going on, but also to be thankful that I had just a small part to play in that. And that the work still isn't done, that we still have a lot to do, that just because this happened, it doesn't mean that everything is going to go away overnight, because it's not. But what is going to happen is that more of us, more of you, Are going to stand up and start having those tough conversations Okay, so maybe you are comfortable or cool with somebody Who didn't necessarily vote the same way that you voted What does that conversation look like? How are you having that conversation with one another In a way that is constructive Respectful Even if it's uncomfortable Or are you choosing for your own mental health To not have that conversation To not argue To not be in the midst of craziness To sit back Be thankful Find your bubble And be in it Whatever you're doing Make sure that you're doing it for you Well I just want to thank you for Joining me on this week's podcast And this Pop Topic episode of how to be thankful in the midst of your mess. I hope that I was able to inspire you, even though the month is half over, it's still not over. Take a moment today. Write down some things that you're thankful for. Write down one thing a day. If it's hard for you to look at your situation, if you've dealt with some crazy stuff because of where you are, because of COVID, because of whatever, that's understandable. Write a sentence Tell someone One thing about your day About your week About your hour That you're thankful for I promise you It will change your outlook Now don't get me wrong I'm not sitting here saying That I have waken That I'm awake And all of things Are flowers and rainbows And nothing is wrong in my life Because that's absolutely not true But I will say that taking a look at these things has helped me to understand where I am in life. And even though I'm not exactly where I want to be, in the words of one of my favorite singers, India Ari, I'm headed in the right direction. And that feels good. If you want to support the podcast, make sure you like, follow and subscribe. Head on over to Plan On Purpose on Instagram. Click the link in my bio and take a little bit of time to shout your girl out and donate to the podcast. As I said, this is my brand, my job, my baby. And in order for me to help create more content and do all the things that I love to do here for all of you, those things help. So thanks again for hanging out with me this week. And as always, I'm here to talk if you're here to listen.